Okay, we're about to go. We are about to leave. We have about 30 seconds. Oh, my goodness. We're going we're going to go see The Batman. Jess, what are your expectations for this three-hour film? I'm skeptical. Um, Rob Pattinson is not my Batman. Um, he's going to have to be pretty great for me to enjoy this film. Okay, you heard it from Jess right there. For me, I don't know. I'm, this is... Oh, Mitty's on the couch. She's all cuddly. Okay, we're going to go see Batman. I have high expectations for this film. Ooh. I got a really good feeling about this. It's three hours. I will say, after you told me that it was close to three hours, my expectations rose a little bit. Red. red line that is moving. <laughs> yeah, that. It's an arrow. It's an, oh it looks like a heart. Oh, it's red. <laughs> Danny picked a heart. I people. <laughs> if I include this, I know. I've <laughs> okay. He edits us. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. So we just got back from seeing the Batman. The Batman. And even bigger news: we have our first ever guest. This is <laughs> Every time we sit down and Mitty's like, I think I'm going to gnaw on this bone right next to you guys. <laughs> that guy. Oh, well, he waited the whole time we were gone. He was napping, waiting for us to come home and be able to bite his bone. And now we're going to tell him he's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mitty is chomping on a bone. We apologize. Anyways, this is episode 50-something. We finally have our first guest. Ooh. Who do we have here with us? Oh, is that <laughs> sure? Why not? We, we've never done this, Jimmy. We don't know. Oh, it's Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Jimmy. <laughs> it's Jimmy. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, oh wow! We're honored. We are honored. So we talked about. I give him about 30 seconds before he takes the bone away from the dog. <laughs> um, it doesn't sound that bad when we're talking, when you listen to it, and you're like... It's a little quieter. All right. So before the film, we had hesitations about Robert Pattinson as Batman. Jess, the movie's over. It's three hours long. What did you think of him as Batman? I can say I didn't mind him. And I think that is mostly because you don't see Robert Pattinson very much. He doesn't have many lines. Um, you don't really know much about the Robert Pattinson Bruce Wayne. Um, when he's Batman, it's, I mean, he's even wearing like eye makeup. And so there is zero chance of recognizing Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. I mean, as Christian Bale, Batman, who is probably my favorite, multiple times throughout the movies, I'm like, come on, you guys. Like, you don't recognize that Bruce Wayne. Like, it's very obvious, I think, who that is. Not so much in this movie, The Batman. Okay. Jimmy, what are your thoughts? Did you go in with any hesitations about Robert? So I um, I really wasn't looking forward to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, it just it just looks so different from all the other Batmans, and I guess 
with the last one with uh, Ben Affleck, I was hmm. disappointed. Yeah, Way was... turned off of any future Batman films. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then seeing this one, the, the trailer for it, it just looked... I, I don't know. It, it looked um, like more of an indie Batman. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really went into it not expecting a whole lot. But um, I I was wrong. I was very impressed by it. It ended up being really good. I think it's um, it, it's a, definitely a different take on Batman. Uh, it felt a lot more realistic. Definitely. Uh, there were... There are quite a few scenes where he tumbles and it, it it's not like his character to see any weakness. But uh it, Or fear. Yeah. It it was cool. I agree. Definitely I agree. Had Same high expectations. Thoughts. Well one, once I found out it was a three hour movie, I was like, Oh, this is actually like a real a real movie. I'm gonna do a three hour Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. It's like it seems like a risk. Um, but the whole time watching, I'm like, oh, this is great, A+. plus. I loved it. I don't know what to compare it to because The Dark Knight, Jess and I were talking about this. Dark Knight, we saw, we thought was like a serious Batman movie. It wasn't compared to Com- this. Not compared to this. this is, <laughs> there's no time for any kind of like jokes or like lighthearted Bruce Wayne. Like this is This dark. was dark, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but not I, annoyingly so. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, there are some films that, I mean, it's, it's hard to watch because it's so dark. Like you can almost like not see what's going on. This movie's dark as in like very serious and like there's I mean definitely not a kids movie. For being a Batman superhero movie, I mean definitely not your 90s classic Batman, you know, kapow <laughs> jokes and stuff. Like this is uh I mean even if you if if you don't like superhero movies, I still would recommend this movie because it's a mystery. Um, it's, you know, a, there's a crime and like an investigation have to figure out what's going on before the time runs out kind of thing. And I mean, Batman is just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's called the Batman, so big part of the movie, but there's more to it than just superhero action fight scenes. I really liked the uh, Catwoman in this one we finally got to see actual character develop development um usually the the other catwomans um i feel like they they're just um i I don't know marked as like the uh sexy badass (laughs) and that's pretty much Mm -hmm. their whole character this one had a storyline and I again, I was just really impressed by this movie. The way they went about everything, uh, it, it was it was really cool to see uh, more of Catwoman. I, I felt like this Catwoman had more of a storyline than the uh, Catwoman movie with Halle Berry. I I can't remember if I even finished that movie. I was gonna say I don't even remember it. It was like two thousand four, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember anything. I remember Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, like I've seen that more, way more times. But Halle Berry, I mean, I don't think it did too well, did it? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Catwoman, she has her own kind of mission. She's trying to solve a crime, 
like she has her own clear goals so that kind of helps it along the way like watching this movie how long was it until you realized oh this is gonna be kind of different than like a typical batman movie i mean the trailer kind of showed it but like for me um the music right away i was like oh this is gonna be a different different film the music throughout the whole movie was spectacular like there's nothing i guess that was like for me stand out like the dark knight music um where like the action scene starts you you know you hear the music and you know adrenaline starts going you're getting ready for it but um i guess the tone was pretty immediate as soon as it started you can tell uh this was going to be a very different batman i did want to say before i i forget the, at the very end of this movie, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, there we gotta was do a spoiler. We, we haven't done spoilers Jimmy. warnings yet. <laughs> whoa, is this a spoiler? I won't say anything uh, about details or, or what, but there was. We will talk about spoilers. We just gotta give well, our. We, we, eh, we, eh, gotta, <laughs> we gotta put some trust in our guest. If he's not gonna reveal anything. Or should we make the noise to spoil the spoiler <laughs> Well, just in case, why don't you make the noise? All right, people. So before we move on, yes. would you recommend this movie? Yes. This is an A-plus movie. Um, I highly recommend it. It's very much more for an adult. Okay. I, I would not take an 8-year-old, 10-year-old to see this movie. I don't think they would. Well, I don't know. I mean, kids are weird, but <laughs> it's very dark. This is a no-joke movie. Not much sunlight 100 percent not below age eight i mean eight and above i would say you know you're a kid it's I mean, not too if, horrifying it's more because i think they wouldn't be interested it's too long it's too dark it's too you i mean this is very much a movie where you have to think through it it's not just a fun superhero movie so i would recommend it jess recommends it a plus jimmy would you recommend it absolutely Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's do All a spoiler right. warning, Jess. Spoiler alert, alert, alert. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, back to you. You were about to say something. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> after that, I feel like now I should just uh, go ahead and say all of it. Might Why as well. not? Yeah, we got the warning in there. So at the very end, uh, you see him um, drive with Catwoman out of the city, which is um, pretty typical for Catwoman. That's um, always been like her end goal is to leave, move on, go somewhere else. Um, but while I was watching her escort from Batman, um, I noticed uh, a similarity to the Telltale game of the Batman. And... I don't know if that was done on purpose or if that was a nod or if it was more like straight from the comics, but it felt like almost scene for scene. Wait, the I video don't game. understand. Oh, the from Batman video game. Yeah. Really? How old is the Which game? Which system are we talking? Um, you can play on PS4, Xbox, and the computer. Um, you can also mm. download it onto your phone. That, I, I mean... Five, six years ago, it must have come That's out. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, I don't know much about the comics. I mean, when it started no. off and I realized it was Halloween, I was like, that's pretty cool. Meaningful. I mean, I have not read it, but there's the long Halloween graphic novel. 
which I think was more kind of like dark, uh, Christopher Nolan used for The Dark Knight, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's lots that we probably, if we had read the comics, we'd probably be like, oh, that's this, this, and that. So that's pretty cool. You noticed that because mm-hmm. I had no idea. I was even saying it. it's not necessary, but I definitely was glad to have seen the Dark Knight trilogy. And I'm sure, you know, for all the comic fans out there, the um, the background is, no, you know, noted there as well but the I, I having not read the comics i was still glad to have seen the dark knight trilogy for the background stories on what falcone and maroni like the mobster people i mean that definitely like i said it's not a you know prerequisite where you need to see you know to understand for this movie but um <clears throat> they definitely don't go into detail in the Batman. They definitely assume viewers know most of the story, the history. All right. So, I mean, one thing I was talking about with Jess on the ride home, what stood out to me in this movie, okay, one, Batman, he barely goes above a whisper most Mm -hmm. of the film. So it's very noticeable when he gets, like, angry or yells, especially when he's confronting... Um, the Riddler. For me, the Riddler, I grew up with a Jim Carrey Riddler. Dressed in green, with like the top hat and the cane. Real goofy. Crazy. It's It'd be tough to watch right now. I thought Paul Dano was fantastic, Brilliant. perfect. I'm pretty sure he's like that in all films. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. But, I mean... I thought uh, the actor that played the Penguin also did a... a phenomenal job well, yeah talk who about was that. who was that uh i think that was colin farrell isn't that crazy <laughs> i had no i saw his name in the credits and only then did i remember that <clears throat> danny said he was in this movie didn't recognize him at all yeah. no it was crazy yeah i can't imagine the makeup process for that i mean it's he's so in character like he even has like it's the subtle penguin-like qualities. Oh my gosh, when his, his feet, are feet were tied and he's waddling. <laughs> that was hilarious. That is one thing that I want to bring up is I expected more of a reaction from our opening night crowd. There was nothing. Maybe that would have been last night. Oh, Thursday was true. He's really chomping on that I thing. I know. Well, you put peanut butter in there. Well, yeah, but I, moved, I lured him over that way. <laughs> yeah our crowd was non-existent for the most part no i mean but there I were mean, parts like i was like i wanted to laugh more i mean just not because it was funny but because it was like i appreciated it because it was like a I, nod to something or i think people were uh surprised by uh the tone of this film and, mm-hmm. and that's why it wasn't uh interactive with the audience I I I agree. I think a lot of people had low or no expectations going into this and just saw it because it was a Batman movie. I mean, Rob Pattinson definitely, I mean, he's Edward Cullen. I mean, it's it's tough to to start over, but he did it. I mean, yeah, I know he's I mean, when the movie ended, I wanted to clap because I felt we saw like a masterpiece. Yes. Same. But normally like with Spider-Man you're clapping because you're just so happy. 
it's the fan service. I've seen Tobey Maguire on screen. Yes. Where this was like... That was amazing. It was an amazing film. And the crowd... Maybe this is like you're watching an art film, essentially, an art version of Batman. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of crowd interaction yeah that's where it's tough to compare this to like before the movie started i'm like i wish it came out in summer but it's not really a summer blockbuster movie because you don't you're not going to go into this with like feeling upbeat or cheering i mean i don't know i mean i still do wish it came out over summer just i would have you know been more excited for it going in um okay so like the scene where the car chase on the freeway yeah and he jumps through the fire and i mean at that point i wanted like some crowd reaction anything well that shot was amazing it was amazing just keep blowing i mean just with the car flying through the fire which i mean they showed in the trailer but then him like walking out of the car so mm-hmm. creepy like just a haunting image. He is no. How you doing, Mitty? He's so good. I hope this is <laughs> usable. Yeah, but it is what it is. Um, we have a dog. The, the Batmobile uh, I made fun of. You did the the whole time. Yeah. Uh, after I saw the first trailer. I thought it looked ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I do I, remember you saying that. I kept comparing it to um, The Dark Knight. And, you know, I'm sure their budget was significantly higher to uh, make all the, the cool gadgets and vehicles. And, I mean, he had a helicopter in the one movie. and Yeah. Um, but it, you know, I, I just again was surprised by it in in the movie it just it worked the the tone was not set in the trailer i was not prepared for how serious this movie was going to be yeah and uh that definitely made a big impact on uh it i still think it looks like a dune buggy but uh (laughs) it it was it was cool it does it fits his this version of batman it worked for me completely. I had my doubts originally because I'm like, he's just driving a regular car. This is kind of weird. It works in the movie to the point where I, when you see it on screen, finally, like it, it's got to be over an hour, hour and a half into the film. You finally see it appear and you're like, yes, this is fantastic. Um, yeah, it worked. What did you guys think uh, the the setting was? Uh, like, the, like the time frame? It... It had some kind of modern feel to it, but it also felt as though it was uh, a little bit in like the uh, 90s. I could see that. I mean, pre-cell phones for sure. You know, like Batman had his car phone. Well, yeah. Um, There was a cell phone and they're doing like FaceTime at the same time like yeah, I didn't know. Cause watching it, I'm like, wait a second. I'm thinking like the Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I'm like, could this be connected anyway? Like, could he make an appearance? Like, what year was that? It's going to tie together somehow, but... I think what I noticed, too, like the motorcycles, the the front of it had like a vintage look that made me think it was from an earlier time. But yeah, you're right. I forgot about the the one hostage scene with the cell phone and FaceTime. 
Um, yeah. yeah, as far as gadgets, like, I didn't get a sense of how wealthy the Bruce Wayne, like, his family was. There wasn't too much, like, the boardroom talk, or did he own the business? Was he involved? Um, like, they mentioned keeping up appearances. Everyone knows who he is, but you don't know, like, I didn't feel like how, like, in Batman Begins, he's buying hotels for fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you just get that sense, like, this is the richest guy in the world. But at the same time, we commented how, I mean, there were a couple times that Batman noted his wealth where he, you know, almost gave himself away as Bruce Wayne because there were things that, like, Selena Kyle, you know, pointed out his, like, well, you obviously grew up wealthy. And then um, it was kind of cool at the end, like, as smart as Batman is and, like, figuring out all all of Riddler's um, riddles. Um, it was the, you know, blue collar worker that was like, oh, yeah, that's the name of that tool. And that was like the final piece of the puzzle that Batman was able to put together. And, you know, just because the worker knew what the tool was for. Something that stood out to me at the one part, Bruce Wayne, he's there's a package sent to him from the Riddler and mm-hmm. Alfred's going to open it. And Bruce realizes he needs to go save Alfred. Something's wrong. And he's calling and calling. And like the maid or someone finally answers. And you think, oh, he's going to stop this from happening right away. But she's like, oh, this happened like an hour ago. That's to me, amazing. I thought that was great because I'm like, what are the chances Alfred's like at the table opening that that package at the same time he figures it out? I'm like, that's just, come on. But it, it wasn't like that. I'm like, finally, it's a smart movie. I get it because I hate watching a movie where I'm thinking that doesn't make sense. That's that's way too unrealistic. Like Alfred, the package was probably there all day. What are the chances he's opening the package <laughs> at the same time Bruce is like, oh, I better go save him. No, it definitely sets this movie apart from others just for that reason. I mean, thinking things through, you know, things that always work out for the characters. Um, you know, even we commented earlier, like Batman showing some weakness which is you know a little out of character but it's appreciated um it also kind of tells me you know it's the beginning of batman um you know he hasn't been around for too long doing this um it just it it works the whole movie works i think so do we have anything we didn't like (laughs) <laughs> How you doing, Mitty? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Jimmy, anything you didn't like? Uh, I guess there were uh, a few scenes that I, you know, like most movies, could have been cut a little shorter. Uh, I, I guess uh, just anything that's too dialogue-heavy, that's... Uh, <laughs> just throws me for a loop sometimes because you go from uh, seeing Batman and all these explosions and then you're just kind of falling asleep listening to these guys talk and talk <laughs> and talk. Um, that's, uh, that's aside from the, you know, the Riddler and going through all his, uh, his riddles so that kept me interested I guess really it was more. Um, I, I forget the character's name. The I think it's like the Falcon or the Falcone. Falcone, yeah. 
his dialogue, I think, uh, is what threw me off. It was just a little uh, bland. I can see that. I mean, I definitely – so I I loved Catwoman in this. I mean, she did an excellent job. Um, you know, her storyline was great. But I could almost see, like, it was two separate movies of, you know, when we were with her, when we were with the Riddler. I liked it all. I, it all worked together well. Um, but at times, you know, it was like, oh, Catwoman disappeared for, you know, 20 minutes or half an hour. Or, oh, the Riddler, like, where's our main villain? You know, like, the this, this story, like, diverted. Um, but... For that being said, I mean, for a three-hour movie, I wasn't bored. I was entertained the whole time. I wasn't falling asleep. I mean, it was – for even for the talking scenes, it was fast-paced enough that I wasn't, like, counting down till the end or anything. It wasn't drawn out too long for me. There was another great uh, part in this movie that – just showed to uh, his character as Batman. Um, you know, he it came down to he would have to sacrifice himself to save the lives of uh, the Gotham people. And he just, without hesitation, went right for it. And, and I think that um, it's, it's the coolest thing Batman can do in, in any film. There's so many moments in this movie, like, just thinking yeah. about it and, like, I love that it's three hours. You could easily edit it down a solid two-hour movie where it's mainly Batman versus the Riddler. Mm-hmm. And it'd be your typical Hollywood summer movie. Mm-hmm. This is like the feels like a director's cut. If it's three yeah. hours long, right. they probably have a four-hour version somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Right. Because um, you're cutting so much to get it to where they want it to be. Um, it, it felt right, though. It. It was long. I, I'm usually not a fan of long movies, but it felt right. Yeah, there's a, there's multiple storylines with you know Catwoman, Batman, each investigating something. And even the I forget about the Penguin. I mean, that was a whole thing too. The Penguin, yeah, because you're really just for. I guess though, you need all of those characters for the mystery. Like it wouldn't work if they weren't all involved somehow. They do a good job of, you know, enough screen time for each character. And even, like we said earlier, showing some backstory for Catwoman especially. Yeah, I mean, and there's nothing that stands out to me as I would... Get rid of it. I didn't like or get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, three hours to me kind of flew by. Um, but I just really enjoyed it. Um, it was very well made. Batman coming down, like, this dark hallway where it's, like, complete blackness. But you see, like, the... The gun, gunfire, the muzzle flashes, like, illuminating him. Mm-hmm. Lots of artistic shots. Um, but, yeah, any final final words here? Uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking about uh, the focus shots yes. throughout this movie um, that I just thought were interesting. Uh, it, it just it forced you to move your eyes in case you were looking at a different character or somewhere else that they really did not want you to be looking. Uh, and it definitely helps uh, uh, grab your attention. Yeah, that was noticeable. And we talked about like in the the penguin, the chase in the car, 
it wasn't shot like your normal big budget film where you can see everything perfectly. It was kind of hectic, a lot of out of focus, but it worked for me completely. It felt first person. I mean, it felt like you were in traffic weaving. Yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about this movie. I'm sure I'll, if I watch it again and again, I'll be like, oh, that doesn't make sense or that doesn't make sense. But you just go with it, get along for the ride. It's three hours and it's Batman. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting how much Jim Gordon's character and Batman were partnered up. You know, usually Batman is his lone agent and he, he's going to do this on his own and I would say like most of the the scenes they were partners like working together which is changes the feel of Batman too. Kind of brings him more roundabout to his end version of he's not just vengeance, you know, revenge out to get his parents killers. It's more what can he do for the city? And he learned vengeance, isn't it? Beautifully said. Real quick, the best scene of the movie is when Batman confronts the Riddler when the Riddler's locked up. <laughs> and the Riddler keeps saying, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Oh my God. And you're like, oh my gosh, the Riddler so knows. So stressful. Batman is Bruce Wayne. Like, this is pretty cool. But then, that's not the case. Right. That was so well done. Yeah. That got me. Yeah. That was to me like the best. I mean, that was just. That whole scene felt like you were walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could see the just how nervous he was mm-hmm. that that he was found out, and uh, he even made a comment to Commissioner Gordon that uh, this is the end of Batman, and uh, yeah, it wasn't the case. Yes. Yeah. So go see the movie, or do you have something else to say? Um, no, just on that, I mean, it was just cool how, I mean, the Riddler is a smart guy. I very much believe he could have figured out that Batman is Bruce Wayne if he wanted to, but he makes it very clear, like, that's not the point. Like, his masked character is exactly what his version, Riddler's version of Batman, he wanted him to be. And that was, you know, Bruce Wayne's turning point of... I am not this guy. I am not the, you know, sit back and just take out the bad guys. Like, I'm going to go carry some victims up to... Carry some victims. Yeah. Hold their hand. But the movie ends in a perfect spot. Like, I'm ready for the next movie. I mean, the Riddler and, I guess, the Joker... Are friends. Yeah, they're bonding, which is terrifying. Terrifying. Um, Yeah, I mean... If you can't have the Joker as the villain, the Riddler is who I want, and them teamed up, I can't even imagine. Like, way excited for that potential movie. Yeah, let's hope it happens. Um, Thanks for listening. We apologize about Mitty and his bone. But he's a puppy. He's a puppy. Um, And email us at beforeyouseethefilm at gmail.com. Tell us if you're listening and if you enjoy the podcast and if you don't enjoy the podcast don't tell us that that'd be fun and thank you jimmy for being our first guest ever sure yeah thank you for having me so much fun go see batman